Marketing consultant, social media expert, and agency owner, Shane Murphy today joins me on the show. Shane, welcome. How are you keeping? Good, David. Thanks very much for having me. No problem. No problem. For people that don't know what you do, maybe give a quick, brief introduction to yourself. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, so like you said, Shane Murphy, uh, the owner of Play Creative Agency, which is a creative agency that specializes in digital marketing, um, social media marketing, and content creation. We and are... Sorry, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, we're, we're based in, we're based in Ballincollig. Um, we've been here now for the last year and a half, but been in business now just over four years. So, And I was looking on your website and some of the clients that you've worked for is like the Franciscan Well, uh, Bulmers, Jägermeister, Photo Wildlife and many more. Um, some big names in there. Big names, yeah, but, um, you know, we, we, we kind of worked with, we've worked with small, we've worked with medium, worked with large. Um, very much, I suppose, an agency that's kind of focused on kind of every kind of client really you know there's no we don't have any real um we don't say no to small people no no to small clients we don't say yes to all the large clients you know so it's kind of a, a nice mix of everything you know and, and before that you you like myself you came from um cit or, or mtu we should say nowadays the, the big rebrand out there yes, you came from cit what what was that like what did you study out there um so actually Prior to CIT, I actually went to LIT uh, in Limerick, and I'd say, I'd say not many people actually know that, but I studied real estate in Limerick. Um, Did you keep that quiet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I studied that for, just when I came out of, of Leaving Cert, obviously like a lot of young people, I hadn't a clue what, what I wanted to do. My father, he works in real estate. Um, so I kind of, I said, look, I'll go into the family business, give that a go. Um, did it for a small bit, didn't like it. My father's kind of saying, look, it's 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 kind of crashing anyway with the recession stuff. This is about 2008, you know. Um, so it was really kind of the height of it and decided then to uh, pack it in and uh, start again. So I, I went back and I did first fight. I did rec and leisure, recreation leisure in CIT. Um, that was the first three years. And then the fourth year of that, we did business. So that was the fourth year business. And then after that, um, decided I wasn't finished with college yet. <laughs> yeah. Went on and, and I did the master's in marketing. Uh, so yeah, did that in 2013, 2014. So yeah, S similar enough sound to myself. I went down the route of doing the music, and I kind of studied marketing and social media and a bit of that kind of stuff on the side, and I just kind of started liking that area, and yeah. then fell into the marketing. So similar, similar kind of story to yourself. Yeah. But when you came out of CIT, you went in and you worked at Red FM doing advertising and sales. Obviously, you know nowadays you're kind of very much heavily involved in digital, but then you were traditional. Like what? How have you seen? Or was that an easy transition, I suppose, to come from the heavily traditional into digital? Um, I suppose it was and it wasn't. Prior to, prior to Red FM, I worked as um, the social media manager for Supernova, oh, yeah. uh, a, a children's or a family entertainment centre here in Ballincollig. Um, and, and the sister company to that was Roller Jam. Do you remember the roller skating company? Yeah. So I was a general manager of that and the uh, marketing, obviously with general manager kind of fell into everything. So I was general manager and marketing manager there as well. And, you know, there's a nice balance there between traditional and, and new age digital, you know, but it was very much just kind of starting off then it wasn't, it's not as big as it was now. Um, so it was kind of good to get that side of things. So it was like I saw the, the early age kind of digital 
you know, that was a time when you could post on Facebook and you'd go viral by putting up absolutely anything. It was kind of cowboy stuff, really, you know? Yeah. Um, but then I suppose moved on to Red FM afterwards and that was very traditional, you know, doing the, you know, radio sales and came up with campaigns. But um, yeah, it was kind of, it was good in a way because you're going to get that, you get that structure that you need in a campaign. So you kind of take the fundamentals from the traditional and try to apply it to digital. Um, I suppose after a while, I kind of saw that when I go to meet clients and that's the one thing I love to do is, is go to meet people and um, kind of build relationships that way. But when you go meet a client, they kind of say to you, oh, I'm not sure if I should be doing radio now or, or, or if, I, if I should be doing more digital. Um, so it kind of got me thinking that digital was obviously becoming very strong and, and people were thinking about it a lot. So just saw a bit of a gap in the market. Well, not much of a gap in the market, but a gap in the market in Cork anyway. Um, it kind of just went from, from there, like, you know. And did you find it a hard transition to go? I know you were doing a little bit of the social, but to go almost purely into digital nearly like you know how much how much i suppose would a traditional play in what you do nowadays you know i've got a few clients that it's not just digital marketing i do for my kind of do i'm always like their marketing person you know so yeah. you know yourself that does you can't just touch on social you have to touch on other points as well so everything to do with offline you probably know that from, from your from your own work there that yes it's probably folks online because that's the way things have gone now but it's still about the customer experience when someone walks into their shop or walks into their restaurant you know, what kind of experience they get, um, the touch points that, that they have, you know, when you walk in and, and sit down, do you see, you know, nice branding or is, it, um, is there any call to action to, to join people to social media? So I do that kind of stuff as well. So it's, it's a nice balance, I suppose. It's, it's, it's primarily digital, but I do definitely have clients that kind of, we have to focus on uh, more traditional stuff as well. So that, it's kind of good to have those both backgrounds, you know, that it's not just heavily focused on one area, you can have, a, have the experience to, you know, dive back into your traditional roots as well, you know. And when it comes to planning out campaigns nowadays, like, do you see, like, like, like I would deal with a lot of people now that, you know, someone would be more so towards radio, say, someone would be very old school and, you know, they have to have the ad in the paper each week, you know, the local paper and stuff like that. Would you find yourself pushing particular clients to particular avenues or would you say, no, this is the campaign, it's going to work well here, do you know, would you, would you have a kind of a, a way of approaching that? I suppose the way I approach it is every client or every business has the target target audience. And um, I kind of, yes, you kind of have to go with your, what your expertise is, but you're going to have to also listen to the business owner. Um, you know, if they say that traditional marketing works because they have a demographic of, you know, 45 plus, and they still pick up the paper, paper every Sunday morning, that's tradition, you know, there's no harm in that still kind of getting that balance right between traditional and, and digital. Um, now, from a cost point of view, as you know yourself, digital is still uh, very cost effective compared to traditional marketing. Yeah. But if you've got the budget to do both, I look at your demographic and say, okay, like a, for example, we're working a campaign at the moment. And it won't be launched now until probably April or so, but it's, it's for our clients in there in the financial, financial industry. And we have to get that balance right between trying to go after the younger demographic on digital, but also keeping you know taking care of them without without using too much of the budget on on one or the other i suppose you know sharing it out you're trying to get that nice balance yeah. obviously i do try and push digital a bit more yeah. <laughs> um because i i know the results i i i can see the results and you can see the the insights to that campaign where you know for nutritional point of view as well that's, that's the downfall you're kind of just taking on merit that you know x amount of people read the paper that you're or x amount of people read the radio or listen to the radio so where with social obviously and, and digitally you can you can obviously check out the insights and, and be a bit more efficient that way. 
And when you talk about financial, like us in terms of marketing is always like financial in that kind of corporate world is always like, it's like, no, don't touch them. They're very hard to work with. You know, it's very, it's very, financial is always very hard to make look sexy, I suppose, in terms of marketing. <laughs> so what, what way would you approach, like in terms of social then, would you have particular avenues you'd go down with with financial companies or or do you know do you come up with a really creative campaign or do you know this is safe this is what works it's going to get the best bang for buck call to action you know and it's going to drive sales yeah i suppose it's it's kind of tested out like we did a campaign now for for that we did uh, before christmas um i kind of work with them kind of a ad hoc basis you know and it was again trying to get that balance between the call to action because that's what they want. They want that nice call to action, but also trying to be a bit creative because they're trying to compete with revolution and you know um, different banks and it's such a clustered market that everyone's trying to get that. So you're trying to get that kind of creative thing as well. So the campaign I came up with was uh, real money and trying to bounce on the back of uh, reels, Instagram reels. So okay. you're trying to get younger demographic by you know trying to get them to, to do different challenges and post it to reels. And in the back, on the back of that, then they could win some money, you know, or win, win cash prizes, basically. Um, and it went well for them, you know, it's kind of, it's new to them. So it was very much kind of a step-by-step -step process. But if you can start incorporating those kind of small creatives into your marketing, uh, like that, now trying to make it sexy, as you said, yeah. <laughs> um, it kind of gets them thinking more about digital as well. And, you know, make, getting them more comfortable as well from a point of view of check out the results and check out the campaign went, you know. Yeah, and and at the stage of things in Ireland now, uh, less and less competition, I suppose, news that's coming out in terms of banks, you know. Um, so I suppose Rev and you mentioned Revolut, they're like that's a fantastic app, and it's really after tossing that whole industry up, up, upside down, really. Yeah, I, I suppose it, they've kind of done, a kind of like kind of compared them to Starbucks and those kind of things. It's 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 very much a brand that you want to be associated with. Um, like I'm not sure, like if you go on this, if you walk on the street, it's almost cool to see. You know, if you're in a certain age group, like 18 to 24, it's like, it's cool to be seen with a cup of coffee or a cup of yeah. uh, Starbucks, you know? So it's the same with Revolut, trying to use Revolut as a, as a, as a means of paying for your stuff, you know? It's, um, but they've just created a culture and they've created, this, you know, a really good identity around who they're trying to go after. So that's what you try to aspire to be, but obviously you have to be realistic too and say, okay, this is the budget I have, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Where these, these crowds are obviously working with absolutely endless amounts of, of, uh, of revenue exactly take it back a little step so both of us i suppose um coming from different courses in cit would you know be big advocates of of that college and and their style and how they teach and you know the lecturers that are out there but in terms of education when it comes to marketing it's a it's a kind of a funny one you know a lot of people are definitely going down that route nowadays um but a lot of people that maybe have made a big name for themselves in it some of them wouldn't have even come from a marketing background some of commerce or business or you know even gone through the PR route in terms of English you know and, and literature and that kind of side how important do you think education is in terms of marketing like you know is it more reliant on the qualifications the titles or would it be more a portfolio job would do it like what what how do you think education um is important um I think for me education is it's very important like for me i suppose having a master, master's in, in marketing I, I do kind of take see that as um you know it's, it's a good point for me that i have it compared to other people you know as well you know but i suppose from an education point of view i kind of look at how practical the courses were yeah. um you know it's it's all well and good kind of teach it in-house and, and doing it that way but you can't really beat going out and getting practical uh teachings in it so yeah it's it's um it's kind of the way that I suppose the way education's gone now, it's 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 probably 
it's better that it's more um that it's more practical you know um like i was very lucky in our courses that we always had we always had uh you know those kind of days where or those kind of months where you have to go out and, and work with different the projects or the campaigns you have to work on yeah exactly yeah so um yeah no, i i do think cit kind of does that well because they they have that nice balance of you know the, the coursework but also doing all the practical side of things as well yeah and if you because i would get a few people coming to me like you know that well because i've done a few bits in ucc and i've done bits in cit um i would get a lot of students coming to me saying you know I'm struggling to get work. I'm struggling to get experience. You know, you can't get experience without having the qualification. You can't get, you know, you can't get the job without having the work experience and all the kind of duck before the egg and all, or chicken before the egg and all that kind of stuff. So what would you recommend for students nowadays coming out of courses in, in CIT or, or other colleges? What way would you tell them to approach their career? For me, I, I would say it's them. Um... Because, like you said, from there, marketing is so diverse. You know, people from PR backgrounds and business backgrounds kind of fall into marketing because it is such a it's such a wide topic that anyone can fall into any aspects of marketing. You know, so for me, I I try and get as much experience in different areas of marketing as as possible. You know, just because you've done digital doesn't mean you are going to stay in digital forever. You might do something in PR or you might do something in traditional, you know, side of things. So try and get as much experience as possible in the different areas. Um, you can't beat experience, you know, trying to get out there and do it. I, I see a few places now or so, some people, they come out of college straight away and they go straight into um, straight into owning their own kind of business. Because I think that's kind of, again, that's the that's the kind of thing that's done. It's entrepreneurship now is almost seen as this kind of... Uh, I, was, I was actually going to bring this up in a few minutes. I was going to go into talk about you and the agency, but I was going to ask you that. Is there a kind of, I suppose, a romantic view around running your own consultancy or business or agency do you know is do you obviously have seen that as well have you i think there is but you know it's such a it's such a nice area of of work you know um i can i can definitely see the appeal for it it's it's um it's becoming a lot more popular as well because obviously now when you come out of college uh, or the, all different college courses it's just like digital there's a lot of content creation um a lot of people are doing more creative jobs, you know, especially in the lines of, of on social media and stuff like that. So it's definitely seen as this kind of up and coming industry. And I think we're only at the very start of it, really. Um, so that's what I'd say for, for people coming out of colleges is to try and get that experience first before you go head first into, you know, running your own agency or running your own business. Try and get that experience first, even if it's for six months. Um, I think I think you need to have something to be able to back up what you do, really. Like, you know, because yeah. if anyone came, you know, say for example wanting to do a project with me or whatever or yourself i would be asking first i wouldn't I, naturally i wouldn't ask them what what qualification you have i'd say what 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 work have you done show me some sort of campaigns you've worked on some results you've done and i i'd naturally be more towards that like i i, I think qualifications are great you know i've done my time in cit they're absolutely fantastic but if you can't back up what you've learned you know it's it's, it's a hard sell at the end of the day yeah i think as well like to come back on your question about college like college is great again for, for the practical side of things and it's great to say you've got x y and z as a qualification but for me college was, was good because it put structure to your it put yeah. structure on your on your your um day-to-day -day stuff but also gives structure to your deadlines like if you have to meet deadlines working groups working teams like that's what college was good for me i don't think i can't remember what i what i even did in college to, to <laughs> I remember i just remember the, the friends you make 
um, you know, doing projects and meeting those kind of deadlines. They're the kind of things, they're the kind of skills that you want to take away from college that you can start implementing into your, your everyday life, you know. And that's why I think as well, bring that forward to working with different companies and working in different industries. That gives you the experience then to, you know, if, if you do decide that in time you want to run your own agency or run your own business, it gives you the confidence then that you can say, yeah, I worked with, I worked with this company. Um, this is the project that we did and show the results there afterwards, you know. Yeah, and I think that's probably all stemming. You kind of touched on it there a little bit from the whole influencer marketing, you know, that, that you're seeing these people that look like they have the most fabulous lives, they're, you know, living their best life, they're posting all day long on social media. But, you know, yes, some of these people are doing this for a living and, you know, there is some serious work, as we would know, in the background to doing that. It's not just taking a picture and throwing it up. Yeah. Um, but I think there's so many people that have gained followers for no particular reason, I suppose. Um, and that's just, as you said, kind of at the start of this whole, this this is still on the rise in terms of social media. So I think that's kind of romanticized it and made it look like this is a really appealing area to go into. And obviously it is, but it's, it's I suppose it's going in with your eyes wide open that a lot of that is not real. Do you know that that, that is fake? That's that's what it's there for. Yeah, I, I think it's, look, it's, it's well documented now that social media, you, you kind of only really put your best foot forward, you know, the, and you kind of only see, as you say, the glossy side of, of things, you know, so it takes a certain, I think it takes a certain um, confidence, obviously, to put yourself out there on social media first off, but I just hope that when people do it, they're doing it for the right reasons, you know, they're not doing it to impress their friends or they're not doing it to, because they saw it somewhere else on, on social media. Like you, you really hope that they're doing it for the right reasons and they see it as a as potentially as a as a career for themselves. Um, because you don't want to, to not waste time, but you don't want to do something that you're only doing for, for somebody else. And that probably goes for a lot of things, not just on on influencer marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that like influencers really become I suppose a dirty word in the last couple of years, you know, because because of what we talked about there. But I always look at it in terms of what's more so who's influential rather than an influencer, do you know? So like take yourself, for example, with the, with the agency. I follow the agency page. You put up tips and tricks and advice every now and again. And I'd follow similar pages like your own. Like to me, that's influential. But would I call you an influencer? No, because it's become such a bad word, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think that kind of whole thing where even in terms of marketing, you have to look for more so people that are influential more so than just, you know, putting your best foot forward all the time. Yeah, I suppose you kind of, I, I usually kind of make my own personal, my own personal pages, what I kind of, who I follow, it's, it's more like a library. So it's people I want to actually engage with, or, you know, they want to, um, you know, see their content or if I find them funny or, you know, it's kind of, that's kind of the rule of social media is if you want to build a brand on social media, it's either giving back value or you're giving back yeah. more information or some sort of entertainment. So it's kind of finding that, that balance uh, again. Um, yeah, I suppose the, the influencer market or influencer has become a bit of a dirty word, right? Um, but I, I do think that people are coming around to that, you know, that it, it does have a purpose or it does serve a purpose in marketing. Um, you know, I, I work with, I've worked with different influencers in different campaigns and to be honest, they've, they've been very good and, and, you know, they help out with the campaign a lot because if you, if you think about a very small business can't afford, again, to be advertising massive on radio, print, you know, TV, um, but they can give a small bit of budget or give products to an influencer to promote their brand. It's kind of a, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, thing to do, you know? So I do see merit in it. I suppose there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, people have bad image or images of, of social media because, or influences because of what people put up. 
or what um what people do on social media but they're kind of pages that you shouldn't be following in the first place you know they're kind of ones that you know as you said there you might follow people that kind of give back again give back more value than they're actually than they're looking for you know yeah and you mentioned there that like same as myself you know you'd use your page for you know just a channel to follow people you know to whether it's to learn off or or just to keep up to date with in terms of marketing and business is there any pages now that are popping straight into your head that for anyone listening that might be able to follow to get further advice or tips or just literally really good content to, to, to watch anyone that's popping into your head there yeah from um i suppose on a, on a big level you're probably looking at the likes of steve bartlett yeah um, he would want he i think he recently actually sold it but he's gone from social change he is, yeah yeah he's out on his own now yeah yeah, so he himself and um, another guy, they all started years ago and and they were a social media agency uh, over in the UK and they've, they've grown it in all over Europe. But I, I would just, I would have followed Stephen's journey from the very beginning online and kind of watching his YouTube videos to what he did then from, you know, growing it, uh, an Instagram brand and all kind of stuff. Um, I just, like, he's obviously very good at what he does. You know, he's, he basically told a story from the start to the beginning or to the end. And uh, what, I like about, what I like about Stevens, I, I will watch a lot of his stuff as well. It's a bit more, it's a bit more real. It's not as, it is product, you know, produced and, you know, it's, it is a production like, but in terms of it doesn't feel too much like it. It's, it is a bit more real, I suppose, into what he's actually doing. And he's actually giving genuine advice. He's telling you the hard stuff as well. Exactly. I, you you kind of get the you get the both sides of the coin. It's not always the oh we're just launching this now or this new side of the business. You know you kind of get the the other side too where he's talking about his you know his struggles that he had when he started off. And I suppose as a business owner, it's kind of nice to tap into that too. That you you, you kind of see okay you're not the only one or you know um, okay he went through he went through those struggles too and this is the other side of it. You know so it's good. Um, I suppose on a local level, from a marketing point of view, um, I think the guys at Click do some great stuff and they yeah. do. You know, great podcasts as well. Um, yeah, I think from uh, going more, more the other side of the border, looking at or the other side of the world, you're looking at Gary V. <laughs> um, a love, love or hate relationship there. <laughs> you know what? I go through, I go through times where I consume all his content for about six months, and then I don't watch him again for another six months. You know, very similar to myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, and to be honest, I'm definitely waiting for that six months to come back in of watching them i'm going to off it now for a while look i think a lot of people i do like personally i think gary gives some good advice i just think it's how he gives it comes across bad <laughs> you know it just doesn't always sound the best or whatever but if you actually break down what he's saying sometimes it, it is actually good like you know i just think um it's it's the it's the way it's all packaged i think it just comes across as very forceful and very um dramatized i suppose yeah i suppose he's kind of going he knows what works you know yeah. In marketing, you'll see it because it's like going to, it's like watching a movie with your partner and um, you pick out all the, the, the faults with it, you know, or yeah. you can see the, the, the product placement or you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of note, you note yourself and say, do you see that there? And you kind of yeah. ruin the film to, you know, to a certain degree. So like you're, you're, when you're watching Gary, I, I kind of think he's over, he's over dramatized because he knows that's what's going to get, or he, he kind of, he's more animated than usual because I'd say he knows that's what kind of gets numbers, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah that's kind of yeah in terms of yeah they, they would have been yeah Stephen is definitely one i'd always recommend someone to just dip in and out of and and, and you know follow he, he's some really really good advice and um, going on to the agency side of stuff then so play uh give us a couple of rundown of what services you would offer 
Yeah, I suppose we are, as I said from the start there, it's, it's, uh, it's primarily geared towards social media marketing and content creation. So I suppose social media marketing kind of ranges and a lot of things. Um, when I say I'm in social media marketing, I think a lot of people like, what's that? You know, they don't, yeah. we don't understand it. So what you play with Facebook? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's basically, I suppose, social media marketing, it's, it's, I suppose you're kind of your the marketing person for that brand and you're come up with strategies and campaigns um whether that's always on or creating content for the pages or doing facebook advertising instagram advertising it's kind of a it does a wide range of things um you know I, I wouldn't say i'm a content creator to a certain degree but i i do create content you know i, I wouldn't say i'm a a videographer or a photographer I know, I know the feeling don't worry yeah. <laughs> i think it's the more you say it the more jobs you get <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I, I have a team for that, you know, that do, do those yeah. jobs, you know, so it's kind of putting all those elements together from a strategy, content creation, ads, um, adding a bit of creativity inside there as well, and putting that together into kind of a, a nice project management side of things and package it up, give back to the client, see if they think, and if it's all good, we kind of, we run with it and, and uh, most of the time it, it works. I, th- I think you touched on one word there now that I would describe your agency as, and, and from looking from the outside in, um, is the creativity side of it, you know, that you give off that great sense of creative out there. And when you look at like, from my point of view, in terms of working with a business with marketing, you know, that would approach someone like you to, to work with the business. Um, it's exactly what I would like to see. You know, I don't like seeing, you know, the kind of the, not the, the, the too professional, but the, but the, you know, the kind of staleness and the kind of we're experts email us and that's it, you know, that kind of thing, that kind of standoffish approach, you know, that, that a lot of agencies would give out. Whereas I want someone, if I'm going to someone for social media, digital marketing or campaign planning, I want someone that's creative, you know, and I think that's the kind of vibe you get off, give off and, and it should be the vibe an agency like yours gives off. Thank you for stuff. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, I think creativity comes in, you know, many forms. It, it's not, you know, being creative can be writing a blog post, you yeah. know, or um, being creative could be, you know, doing that kind of big massive campaign where you're, you're doing stuff that's kind of off the wall. So it comes in different levels, you know, that's why creative, again, it's, it's kind of like that word marketing, it's, there's different levels to it, you know? Yeah. So um, again, we, when, we, when we work with clients, we do try to, first of all, it's be responsive. So it's like, if, if you message, you're, you're going to get me or you're going to get somebody that's, you know, close by, it's, it's, not, it's not, you know, going to a random- three, three tiers up, like, yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I suppose, look, it's a small, like at the end of the day, we're a small business. so. Like that's that's the beauty of it. You get you kind of work with um, you work with everybody. So yeah, I suppose from a creative point of view, we do try and incorporate that. I suppose starting off, that's what we wanted to be it was kind of that niche, that kind of level where you're kind of offering something that was a little bit different, um, and that's kind of slow to start for people to understand, you know. But in after time or you know getting experience in it, it kind of shows what you can do, and I think people become a lot more confident in what you can do then, you know, and they. They trust the process as opposed to, I suppose, doing the normal traditional stuff or traditional kind of marketing, as you said there from the start. Yeah. And I mentioned some of the brands already right, that you've worked with. Is there any that always kind of stand out or any that you can talk about in terms of, you know, your f- favorite projects, I suppose, or campaigns you've done today? Is there any real, real ones that you kind of latch onto that you always talk about? Um, there's been a few, yeah, there's, like most clients, we, tr- we try and we try and come up with campaigns that you know, show off the dim the best light, you know, and, and bring the customer in a, a kind of a journey and, and bring a, as much creativity as possible. 
I suppose from a point of view of an actual campaign that we did and it kind of stood out, um, we worked with Foda Wildlife uh, a couple of maybe yeah pre pre pandemic <laughs> yeah um, when people could go <laughs> yeah exactly. so we were down there and again they kind of wanted something what that was a bit different that wasn't just the run in the middle you know promote the summer events and bring families down so we came up with a campaign where it was user generated so when people were actually on site at the wildlife park that they would take pictures of what's happening around them um, at different points of it. So, you know, either them with their family or them showing off the, the cheetahs, whatever it was. Um, so they take a picture of us, uh, put it on social media with a hashtag, that's my photo. And uh, at the end of the campaign, then we used to uh, pick winners. So, but we used to blur out the pictures so they wouldn't know who the picture was belong to. So you'd have to guess in what, if that was the picture was yours and they come back in and say, yes, that's my photo, tying in with photo of wildlife park, the photo they've taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was good just from a user journey point of view. So we kind of got a lot of followers that way, got a lot of uh, new people on the, on the, on the um, Instagram pages and social media pages. Um, got a lot more signups as well for, you know, the, 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 the kind of all year round visits to the park. So it was kind of a nice overall kind of campaign um, bringing offline and online together. I think like when, when you're saying it there, like obviously look, there's a lot of work that goes in behind it, but it's sometimes it's actually a really simple idea yep. and can work wonders, you know, like that, that is in effect, you know, if you said now that we're, we're talking about it probably a year or two on, like, you know, but probably when you, when they first approached you, you know, you're racking your head about ideas and now all in all in all, it's actually a very simple idea. Well, has huge benefit and huge it probably it probably created a huge amount of engagement i would imagine online yeah great engagement because obviously if, if you're sharing the photo tagline and the, the hashtag and all that it just gets more more awareness you know more organically um and you know obviously we can do paid ads and that's fine but if you can try and be creative from a organic point of view that's 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 a great way too because you're getting you're getting Shane and you're getting Dave talking about the brand, yeah. the brand talk about themselves, you know. So you're you're kind of you're bringing that kind of awareness to uh, everyone else's followers as well, you know. Um, I think there's there's a huge emphasis now on, you know, you mentioned it there in terms of organic uh, content. You know, there is a big push for for paid, um, and it's, and I find it from a lot of times from agencies. You know, I would be a lover of organic content, you know, and, and engagement and brand building and relationship marketing. I, I think, you know, there's a lot to be said for the pay that does work, you know, especially if you're going down the route of an e-commerce platform or, you know, drive, driving sales. But for day-to-day -day social media, you can't beat, um, you can't beat proper content creation in terms of it, where it's user-generated or in-house, but, you know, real content, you know, not just stock images, you know, actual real content. You can't beat that, I think. No, and you're bringing your personality to the pages, you know, and, and that's what, at the end of the day, that's what people want. You know, we, people want to see what's happening behind the scenes of, the, of a company or um, kind of building that kind of community online. And then you can reinforce them with your adverts if you're yeah. doing e-commerce stuff, you know, you can, you can really dive deep into that side of things. And there is massive merit in doing social ads for an e-commerce brand or, or if you've got a, um, uh, whatever your, your needs, your lead targets are, you know, that there's, there's great, there's great um, rewards for doing social or doing social ads. But at the end of the day, you can't be doing organic value pieces on your on your social media on your social media pages. It's very powerful. Across the couple of different industries that you know that I've just seen from the from your website, you know, you've worked in 
you've worked with companies in hospitality, food and drink, uh, as you already mentioned, the finance sector and more corporates. Is there an area that you personally are more kind of drawn towards for, you know, that you get a bit more enjoyment out of? Um, I think, um, I, I just think overall B2C or business to consumer, that's that's probably more, um, more my, where my interests lie, but obviously then, we, we do work with a lot of B2B as well, you know, so it's, yeah. it's hard to say. I suppose coming from an agency or coming from this type of background, brilliant thing about it is you're not, you're not geared to one thing, you know, you can, on, on one day you've got your head on, which is hospitality, the next day it's beauty, the next yeah. day it's finance. But, that, but that's fantastic because there's such a diverse, in your own job, like, you know, you have great diversity every day is probably something different, you know, it's not the same brand, it's not the same content, it's not the same people, you know, that 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 is an ideal situation in terms of marketing you know that you can be really really creative every single day yeah and, and you kind of bounce off people as well you bounce off people as well so like what if someone might say something that's not relevant whatsoever to that industry but like something goes off my head say oh that actually be a really good idea for this other brand that i have but it's nothing to do with them whatsoever you know so like it's it's good to it's good to be in different areas because like that from a creative point of view you're not stuck in the one area um I suppose from my own kind of, as you mentioned there, from the start place kind of background and, and our own activity on social media, it's kind of like that you're so focused on everyone else's brands, it's, it's, you don't get time to focus on your own brand, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's the tip, it's typical, typical business owner you are, you know? <laughs> if you need someone to come in and help you with social chain, I'm around, all right? But so you're working with different brands and it, it's great to be creative where you're you almost become an employee of, or you become like an investor of that brand because you want them to do well. You know, you're, you're kind of working in each industry and you, you want each business owner to do well. Like that, because you're dealing with, like I do, with everyone that I work with, it's either the owner of it or the marketing manager of it that's been there for years. So it's like they have that connection and they want, they want to, um, they obviously want the business to do well and you kind of have to invest in that as well, as well, you know. You popped into my head there when you were talking about, you know, running your own brand and your own social we talked about Stephen Bartlett there when he was a social chain or Gary Vaynerchuk with VaynerMedia. Yeah. You'd have to shit yourself if you were his social media person for their business. Like you must be under some pressure every day, you know, to run, to run their brand, you know, that I'd say there's serious pressure behind that job. <laughs> yeah. I, I think at that level, you're just, you're just kind of doing what they say. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and hope you don't get a slap across the back of the head someday. <laughs> Kick up the arse. Yeah. Um, if a business is wanting to start working with yourselves, um, what generally do you say they should start thinking about before they take that initial call to come and chat to you? Um, I suppose think about what, what they're actually, what their goals are. Um, what we try to do is we just try to help. That's, the, that's the, the, the one thing we try to do is when you're a business owner, marketing might be your thing or you might have the time to do marketing. So it's, it's, you have to have that talk with yourself and say, okay, I genuinely need help with it. Or okay, I I could not watch I could not watch four episodes of The Walking Dead tonight, and I'll just do my own marketing plan instead. You know, yeah. so you kind of have to have that kind of conversation with yourself. A, do I have time first? And B, have they have I the interest to do it? Um, and if if those answers are no, I don't have time first, and no, I don't have the interest first, then yeah, maybe it's, it's starting to think about getting somebody either in house or you know hiring someone like ourselves where you don't have the commitment to pay holidays or you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 60s or anything like that you know so um but i think even prior to all that it's having a look at all your your kind of pages from a social point of view your uh your website to landing pages 
um, in-house, look at everything that you're doing from, from an overall point of view and say to yourself, okay, am I happy with this or could I, could I do a little bit better with it? I think you, I spotted there, was a, a week or two ago, you're going down a new path with play. Well, not a new path, but I suppose you're, you're trying out a new, you have a bit of space out there to use up, I suppose, do you? You're looking to, to create a bit of a hub out there? <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got quite the space, all right. Um, yes, I suppose there's kind of two parts to, to play. Now, we obviously have the, di the digital marketing side of things, uh, but also there is the studio and content creation um, hub that we have as well. And from day one, what I always wanted to do was create kind of an environment where freelancers or small business owners could come in and use the space. And that's why just a couple of weeks back, only a very soft launch of, launch of my stories, just asking if, if there's interest in a co-working space, um, which would be geared towards creators and small business businesses. So um, given the option to hot desk, but also have a podcast. So we have a podcast studio here. Um, use the photography and videography backgrounds, um, but more so just kind of be in a, an area where it's like-minded people and, you know, you're not coming in to, I suppose right now, everyone's kind of working from home mostly, um, which is difficult to do. I know we kind of, we mentioned that from the very start uh, off, off camera here. And I think people are almost getting sick of it to a certain degree that you know, they, they're kind of missing that kind of social engagement. I'd love to bring that to Balancolic here where, well, I think you're in a good area in Bangkok because it is a feeder town for the city, you know, and you have your good bus service and public public transport and all that. But, but you actually have a good catchment area itself out there, and a lot of people that I even I know in person, you would know in terms of marketing, are actually living out that area. So I think you're actually in a good, you know, and there's definitely not and like what you're doing out there. So I do think it's a great spot. But you've already mentioned, you know, in terms of ha having all those um, tools available to you, and you know the the. The, having the, the studios and the backdrops and all that like you know there's not many places you can go and get all that at your fingertips do you know and i think you're going to be creating a, a specific type of hub out there that's definitely a creative hub and you know i'm all for partnering up and brand partnerships you know and i think that would be a great spot for it you know to be able to go out and work with people and you know look i'm a photographer or i'm a videographer i can help you out can you do a bit of web for me or you know help me edit my audio for the podcast you know i think that that's that's where benefit lies and what you're kind of building out there yeah, it's, it, and you touched it there. It's very much a collaboration. Um, you know, I don't. If some, if another marketing person comes in, I've absolutely no issue with that. I, I'm sure we could probably work together on different things. You know, because um, at the end of the day, it's all about collaboration. It's all about partnering with people. And you know, I might be an expert in one thing, but I have no clue how to, you know, edit um, a video. You know, so it's 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 all about creating those partnerships and creating those collaborations. And I just think that's that's something that we kind of need to get back to as well. Um, especially after this, all this kind of finishes, you know. Fingers crossed, and uh, I look forward to seeing what that uh, entails over the coming months, and hopefully not too long uh, before you can get up and running properly with, with people in and around. But to finish off, where will people be able to find you if they want to find out more or follow your pages? Uh, I suppose first thing is is drive people to the website. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's playcreative.ie. Um, if you want to follow ourselves on social media, it's Play Creative Agency. Um, my own page page is Shea Murphy D. Um, yeah, and they're probably the, the best places to check us out. Brilliant. Shane, really appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. Uh, and I hope, I'm sure loads of people listening will get great advice from that and uh, get in touch with Shane if he can help your business out. And take care. Thanks very much. Cheers, David. Thanks very much. Really enjoyed it.